As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Parenting Roundabout podcast for the week of November 1st, 2021. It's November, y'all. It's November. <laughs> I'm Terry Morrow, and I'm here with Nicole Eredix. Hello. And Catherine Holeko. Hello. Every week, we chat about the things parents are talking about, complaining about, and obsessing about right now. This week, we're complaining about daylight savings time and obsessing about what we do for our kids. We also take a couple of breaks for an entertainment discussion and a recommendation roundup. Today, we're talking about the perils of praise. This jumps off from our chat last week about parenting jinxes. And we're sort of thinking about how praise and positive reinforcement is a good thing, right? That's what everybody <laughs> says to do. Parents, parents, not so much with the negative, positives. Every time your child does something that's good, you got to tell them it's wonderful. And yet we sort of feel that maybe sometimes that backfires. Have you had that experience, Catherine? I think you were worrying about this. Yeah, yeah. I was just worrying that you know, pointing out that I noticed something would, would jinx it, you know, would prompt my child to be like, well, I'm not doing that anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I just, I, I guess I worry that um, my one kid in particular is like super sensitive to like over effusiveness. <laughs> You know, just doesn't want to, just doesn't want to hear the whole, like, you're so great, you know, and uh, I'm so proud of you. And uh, like, I don't know if it's the tone of voice that he feels Mm -hmm. is not sincere or, Mm, you know, what it is like, you know, there's been teachers that he's complained about (laughs) because I think he feels kind of like patronized. Yeah. um, Sometimes. So, yeah, so it's like a real fine line with that kid, you know, Um, because I do want to acknowledge, you know, Mm -hmm. when good things happen, especially when that's like rare, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, how else do you encourage it to keep happening? So, um, but yeah, it just feels very tricky. It's hard to calibrate. Yeah. I know the the constant commenting on positive things was a really useful strategy when my son was young mm-hmm. but you know instead of looking for bad things look for positive or neutral things and and call them out right but the key was to do it non-emotionally mm-hmm. just right. as an observer 
Yeah. Uh, and that's hard. I mean, it's it's easy when you are looking for things to say something nice about, oh, I like the fact that you didn't throw your cars right there. That was very good. But when it's something you're really legitimately excited about, yeah. it's hard not to be excited. And then you feel like, well, if I don't act excited, will they think I don't care? Yeah. Mm, it's hard. Yeah. You know? If I if I don't say anything, will they think, well, no one noticed. So I'm not going to bother anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there's the concern that if you praise it too much, you're putting pressure on them to do it again. And then that's stressful. Right. I may have felt a little bit of that when I was a kid, knowing that my mom was so heavily invested in me doing certain things. And if like, I was unable to do them, then am I a disappointment? Mm-hmm. Which is not all at all what she intended, I am sure. Right. But uh, golly, being a parent stinks, you know? <laughs> You can just like every time you turn around, there's something that's showing you you're not doing it right. Well, both of my kids, they they live for positive reinforcement. So mm-hmm. maybe I didn't actually give it enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they both, yeah, they'll both respond to it. I guess, or either that or they're people pleasers. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you, haven't had issues with them. Did you ever that. notice as a teacher that there were some kids who would would perform well for positive reinforcement and others who were just like kind of daring you to? Yeah, there it was very few. Yeah. So but they were kind of like, are you kidding me? This isn't <laughs> going to work for me. Right. <laughs> I am on to you, lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. Of course, it didn't work if you oversaturated them with positive yeah. praise because then they just got used to it, right? And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, only, you know, probably only maybe two or three in like a span of 15 years mm. did not respond or just let, you know, would just glare at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So like, okay, time to come up with a new trick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was like, oh, oh, not gonna can't do anything with that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely understand the whole like praise the effort, not the outcome that you that you hear so much about. But again, you know, is that sort of patronizing in yeah. some cases that you know really like, does feel condescending then right like, like you the tried so hard you know <laughs> like and they're like yeah but I failed the test or I you know missed the mm-hmm. goal or whatever yeah. it was and so they yeah. they don't see the you know what <laughs> what you're praising yeah they know they're getting the consolation prize but then it, but then it feels bad then if you're not, if they do pass the test or win the game or whatever, are you supposed to not say, yeah, you, you won, right. you did it, you passed, you're the best. And then, you know, if you're just buying, mean, you're supposed to say you worked so hard and it paid off or something, right. I guess is what you're supposed I to I got to think that's unsatisfying. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I think it, I think it doesn't work from both sides. Mm-hmm person who didn't win or pass still knows they didn't and yeah yeah, I see this in special olympics Mm -hmm. that 
it's all very, very designed to yay you for doing this. You are the best. You are terrific. If you win, that's great. If you don't win, that's still great. Here's a ribbon. And Mm -hmm. it's all very well-intentioned. And I don't know what else you could do. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, those participants know whether they won or lost. And they know that other people lost and they won. And there's a there's a fair amount of smack talk amongst the athletes, even if everybody else <laughs> around them is, yay, everybody, yay. Right. It's still, mm-hmm. how can you only got a bronze? I got a gold. See my gold medal? You only got a bronze. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how do I tell these athletes? No, it's the effort. Because right. if they won, they're proud. And they want everybody to be proud of them. So right, right. I think that's it's that's true for everybody. That... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I understand the the intentions behind praising effort and I think they are all good but possibly not reflective of human nature. Mhm. Yeah. Definitely needs to be um delivered in an authentic <laughs> meaningful way right. and and at key moments Mm-hmm. which as parents, we don't have time to sit down <laughs> and think about all that. <laughs> I just finished doing a, a course on ABA in my program. Oh, so <laughs> this positive reinforcement is fresh in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, no wonder it doesn't work because we we're all over the map with that stuff because we don't have the time to sit down and think about that's right when to use it and yeah at what intervals and yeah yeah a proper plan of praise definitely involves the parent being super into it and having absolutely nothing else to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> and having no human emotions of their own just exactly i live to carry out this parenting plan to a t <laughs> No problem. <laughs> I didn't just get caught in a traffic jam and then, you know, <laughs> stub my toe coming in and then I couldn't find my keys and I had a terrible day at work. But I will speak with exactly the correct calibration of mm-hmm. praise and no emotion. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. At one minute intervals. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I still, I still try to give my kids positive reinforcement, but I don't think it works for any of us, really. I think we're all just going through the motions now. <laughs> I say the thing and they say, oh, thank you. And then we go about our, go about our days. And then you move on. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's always, when I give positive praise, it seems with my daughter, there's always a but. Oh, I see how hard you're trying with this thing, but maybe. <laughs> You're so smart. I bet you could do it this way. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little complicated when they're 30, you know. Mm-hmm. 31, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. See, I can't even remember her age. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's the the payoffs are different. All right. <laughs> you have to reset that calibration. If you well, do it this way, we'll set the thermostat the way you like, honey. <laughs> There you go. Positive (laughs) consequence. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, we 
I praise you both for having a discussion about this. Um, and I praise our listeners for joining us today, making the effort to switch on that podcast player. So Just remember, as you listen to good this, job. it's all about effort. It doesn't matter if it's a good podcast yes. or not. We are trying really hard. <laughs> we are trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, but we're going to give ourselves a break and say that's it for today's round one. Tune in tomorrow for our entertainment-themed round two and later in the week to find out what we're complaining about, obsessing about, and recommending right now. We're always interested in what you have to say, so drop us a comment on our website, our Facebook page, or Twitter, where you'll find us at Roundabout Chat. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.